every virtual assistant eventually reaches a stage in their business where it's time to up-level. And that up-leveling can look a little different for everyone. But one natural transition that a virtual assistant can make is into a more strategic role as an online business manager. No one has made that transition more gracefully and successfully than Alexis Fortier, my guest on the podcast today. She's here to share with us the differences between a virtual assistant and online business manager and how to tell if you're ready to shift into that role. She's also going to share her secrets for prepping and planning for a new year. This conversation is just what we need as we get ready for 2021. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Support Squad podcast. I am just so excited this week. I am getting ready to do all of my planning for quarter one of 2021. And I am using, actually, the method that Alexis Fortier is mapping out for my support squad members in the support squad this month. She is an expert on strategic planning, and um, I recorded the, the training with her, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to use this exact method as I plan my quarter one. And I'm really excited to use it. And more importantly, I'm excited for my support squad members to learn this method as well, because it's so important that rather than just creating lists of to-dos or kind of arbitrary goals, that we really get strategic about our planning so we can continue you know, creating forward momentum in our business. So I hope that you'll join us if you haven't yet in the support squad. And I want to let you know, I am going to be closing the doors of the support squad to new enrollments on January 1st. I'm going to be closing it down and we're going to be reopening in March with new pricing and higher pricing. So if you've been thinking for a long time about joining the support squad, wondering if it's right for you, wanting to make the leap, now is really the time. Right now, membership is only $19 a month, and it will never be that low again. And that membership um, price is going to expire on January 1st. So if you want to join in with us for a month all about strategic planning, planning your new year, setting yourself up for success, you'll want to join right now and lock in that low monthly pricing before it is gone for good. So like I said, Alexis Fortier is going to be our guest expert inside the Support Squad membership this month, and she's also here with us on the podcast today. So let me tell you just a little bit about her. Alexis Fortier is an online business manager and system strategist who helps online coaches and service-based entrepreneurs optimize their systems and manage their time so they can make bank and scale their empire with ease. Alexis loves helping 
helping passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs design the business of their dreams while maintaining their freedom and sanity in the process. So without further ado, let's dive into my conversation with Alexis. Hey, Alexis. Hey, how are you? (laughs) I am awesome. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. I remember even like when I first started the podcast, like two years ago, you were one of the people I was following. And I always imagined that someday you'd be here with me. And today is happening. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) You've always been... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny because um, I think you were one of the podcasts specifically for virtual assistants I found. So like, I've been listening to you the entire time. Oh, that's so awesome. And yeah, and I've been, I think I've watched every one of your Instagram stories for like the last two years. So (laughs) it's so nice to finally like connect face to face. Um, So to get started, I know you're a genius in so many areas and you've had like quite the journey over the last couple of years. So could you kind of explain your journey and the online space? and what it's looked like for you. Yeah, for sure. So there's been a lot of twists and turns. That's that's for sure. (laughs) Um, But basically, I so when I started as a virtual assistant, I was working also in a nine to five as an assistant slash office manager at a real estate agency. Um, And I was also doing photography on the side, which um, I had a brand photography business, which is what led me into this whole like online entrepreneurial space. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I don't mean to interrupt, but say I... I did. I had a family photography business and that's, and I built my website and I was like, wait a second, what else could I be doing here? So that's funny. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, um, it, the photography business led me to going to like all of these local networking events and really getting to know other entrepreneurs. And I realized like, Ooh, these people need a lot of help with like the admin stuff, all the stuff I'm doing for like this, this, um, real estate agent. So, I remember uh, my husband actually worked on the real estate team as an agent. We had like a team of five agents. And I remember sitting in the car uh, with him before going into work one day and talking about like, oh, like I could do all of these things. Like I could do web design. I could do like, I could create graphics online for people. Like these people need me. (laughs) But at the time, like I didn't even know a virtual assistant was a thing. Um, And so I had like, I knew I wanted to do something online, you know, for other people, but I wasn't quite sure how to even make that happen. Um, And I don't even remember how I came across, but I came across the term virtual assistant online one day and I'm just like, what? Like I could do this? (laughs) Yeah. So it was literally like two weeks later, I made an announcement post on my photography page, like, yo, virtual assistant services, here we go. Um, (laughs) So that's kind of how I got my start as a virtual assistant. And um, I started out doing like all the things for all the people. I was doing like web design. I was doing some system stuff, like all the things. Um, and I eventually kind of got more niche down and really targeted like who I wanted to work with, how I wanted to help them, which led me to doing a lot of work with systems and processes and like client experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up offering system setups and then shortly after transitioned into doing OBM work. Cause I realized like all of what I was doing and all of what I loved was around systems, improving systems, improving processes, um, and not as much the admin work, which I'm amazing at, but like my true passions are in the systems. <laughs> wow. 
So that's kind of like a very quick story of how I got into OBM work. That is so cool. Yeah, I love that when I've just heard that from so many, you know, people I've had on the podcast and just other virtual assistants, like when we hear that word, when we finally hear that word virtual assistant, we're like, oh, what? There's a word for like what I want to do. It's just so <laughs> fun to discover that. So um, I was wondering if you could explain to us the difference between a VA and an OBM and like what what that looks like, because I think a lot of times we hear the word OBM and we're like, that's interesting, but I'd love to hear kind of more in detail what an OBM is versus a virtual assistant. Yeah, for sure. So the biggest difference is from an OBM to a VA is that an OBM, an online business manager, is there to help you manage your business, whereas a VA is there to help you complete like very specific tasks within the business. Um, And like you can definitely niche down as both an OBM and VA, um, which is something that I have found. But OBM is like focused on the strategy, like developing plans, um, project management, things like that. And then the VA is focused on like doing, executing, making things happen. Um, So that's like the main difference. And also an OBM is also there to kind of lead your team and help you manage those team members. And then the VA is the team member. Right, exactly. Yeah, one reason that I wanted you to kind of explain that is because I found that a lot of virtual assistants, after a couple years of doing the work, they they become kind of an online business manager without realizing it. And so hearing that term and knowing that you've up-leveled in that way can sometimes be like, the, the boost you need to like take the next step into like fully going into online business management. Cause once we have a lot of those skills, we know what it takes to, to run an online business. It, it can be a natural step into that role of, of managing teams and, you know, working on the strategy and stuff. So thanks for like clarifying those two things for us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And a good way to like start to notice yourself shifting into more of like an OBM role. Cause I know for me, it happened without me really realizing it, but I think I find as a VA, most of the time, like they require more instruction and direction. They're not so much like, um, I mean, yeah, they take initiative, but they're, um, like you tell them what to do, they do it. Um, and there's not as much strategy. And then an OBM is more, of the strategist. So once you start to notice yourself, like coming up with all these ideas and going to the business owner and saying, Hey, we should like, we should do X, Y, Z. That's when you start to realize like, Ooh, you're kind of moving into new territory. (laughs) Yeah. Like filling in the gaps and like, and like seeing where solutions can, yeah, totally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that gets to be really fun. So love that. So good. (laughs) So you're here for the new year. It's it's going to be January when this airs, um, or, or almost January when this airs. So I would love to know, I, I get really excited, um, for the new year and everyone has their own little ways of preparing. Like I just ordered my planner last night and I'm so excited to sit down with it, but I would love to know for you, what are your, some of your favorite ways to plan for the new year? Do you, do you have a planner that you love or like, what are some of your little rituals or ways of preparing? I love planning. <laughs> so um, I, know you I watch your Instagram stories enough to know I'm like, she's going to have a good answer for this question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I have played around with like so many different things when it comes to planning. Um, I have found, all right, let me, let me back up and like control myself here. I go off. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, 
First thing I like to start out with is a review of the previous year, just kind of a check-in. Um, I have a list of questions I go through, like what went well, what didn't go well. Um, it's always good to see, you know, the, the things that went well, like how can I repeat those things? Is there like a, a um, strategy I can implement to like make that repeatable? Um, so I like to take a super strategic approach, of course. Um, but also I, so I have, all right. Um, as far as planners go last year, I tried the uh, cultivate what matters planner. And that was like super nice. I really liked that because it's, it's um, power sheets or something, right? Yeah, exactly. It was the first year I had tried it and I liked it a lot. My only thing is for some reason, like I start out real strong with the planners and then I like teeter off. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as far as planning for the new year, I will usually like pick a one overarching, not one, a few overarching goals. Usually like one is an income goal. Um, last year or this year, I wanted to like hire one new team member. So it's like kind of more of a big picture. And then from there, I will plan each quarter and try to figure out like what I'm going to do and when. Um, and then for like the upcoming quarter, Q1, I'll actually take what I've planned, break that down even further, like create little goals for the quarter, um, all of that. So that's kind of how I prepare for the new year. It always starts with like a huge overview of what I want the year to look like. I love that. And I'm curious, this just popped up in my mind, but how are you changing the way you're approaching planning this coming year based on how unpredictable 2020 was? <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, and I find I have found a lot in past years even that like I would set these strict goals and things and that I wouldn't end up achieving them because like even in a regular year, things change so much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely like quarterly planning, I feel is where it's at. Like I said, like I overarching that. and then really get specific in the quarters just because like things can change so much in a quarter. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, it, and just like being in our business, we can kind of feel intuitively pulled to different places in, in depending. So yeah, I like that quarterly planning. I do kind of a similar thing. I love that. Yeah. So I know for some of us, you know, planning is just about peace of mind and being organized and the pretty planners and, you know, you know, post-it notes or I don't know, whatever, whatever people are doing, but is it really just about organization and peace of mind or, or does um, planning play kind of a larger role in terms of success? Do you think? I would say it definitely plays a larger role, especially when you start to get very strategic about like, you know, thinking about what is my vision for like the next five years and then to be able to take that and break it down into smaller goals. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's definitely plays a larger role. And I think goal setting should be um, something that, you know, you're, you're using to get you to like that next level, that higher vision. Absolutely. I love that. So I know you're going to be our guest expert for January in the support squad. I would, and we're, you're talking about strategic planning, which is yes. obviously a zone, one of your many zones of genius, but I know it's one of your favorites. So could you tell me a little bit about what you'll be sharing with uh, members in the support squad this month? Yes, definitely. So I'm going to kind of take you through my um, process of strategically planning, which 
I think of this as the process of kind of like defining the direction your business is headed and then developing a plan that's really tied to that. So it's not just about setting goals, but also about creating an actionable plan to like actually get you to those goals. Wow. I'm really excited about that because I have like a lot of goals in my head right now and I'm excited <laughs> to see how, how you can help me map that out. So I'm really, really excited for that. And before we go, I always like to ask my um, guest experts this question. What is one thing about you totally separate from your business that lights you up and just like makes you happy? Like, is there a hobby you have or something that you love? Yes, I absolutely love roller skating, quad skating. Oh my gosh. So much fun. <laughs> like I, when I was a kid, I would go every, I think the roller skating rink was open every weekend and then on Wednesdays and I would try mm-hmm. to go like every single day. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so awesome. So do you have like, roll, do you like to roller skate outside or do you, do you have a roller rink you go to? Yeah. So I used to go to a roller rink and then like all of that, there were two in the area, they shut down, like the closest one is an hour away. So, um, I actually ordered a pair of roller skates this year and started doing it outside, which (laughs) I was a little bit terrified that I was going to break myself, but I'm good. (laughs) I'm still here. (laughs) I would definitely be scared. I'm not good on roller skates. Have you made your like Fleetwood Mac dreams, like roller skating video? Yeah. No, I've got to do that. (laughs) Yeah got to do that. I got to get your cranberry juice and, and do that. So, okay. Well, awesome. I love that. I actually used to, there was a roller skating rink in my neighborhood growing up and it was Friday night was the thing was every Friday night we would go and it was really fun, but I always got hurt. I always got hurt. I was really bad at it. But it's so fun. I'm so glad you love to do that. Um, And then, of course, I want everyone to know how to get in touch with you, how to work with you. Like, where are you on the interwebs? (laughs) Tell us all the things. Yeah, definitely. So um, I'm always hanging out over on Instagram at Alexis M. Fortier. Um, And you can also find me on my website, AlexisFortier.com. Um, but I do have a free mission vision values guide that you can uh, go and download. So I, I know I gave you to link the link to that so we can put it in the show notes, uh, but that's kind of like, that is like the base of the strategic planning for me is to figure out mission vision values. And then from there, you can start to create your plan. I absolutely love it. You guys make sure to follow Alexis on Instagram. Her Instagram stories are one of my favorites. Like I was telling her before we started, like, um, she is always feels so cozy. Like you always pick the best music. You always have like beautiful, like handmade coffee mugs. And I'm just like, Oh, she looks so cozy in her little office. I love it. So <laughs> you guys follow Alexis and make sure to get that, um, guide. It's in the, definitely in the show notes. So, well, thank you so much, Alexis. I'm excited to, to learn more about strategic planning for you. And I'm just so grateful for your time today. Thank you. Yes. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to visit thesupportsquad.com to check out for the show notes for this episode. If you want to dive deeper into our thriving virtual assistant community, here's what's coming up in the membership this month. Our theme is strategic planning for success and system strategist Alexis Fortier is here to teach us her method for mapping out a strategic quarterly plan for your life and business. I'm also sharing an Instagram Reels tutorial to help you demystify Reels and start creating in 
engaging micro video content for social media. Members will also receive a habit tracker template to help them stay accountable to their goals. And of course, we'll have two live group coaching calls and you'll get access to all the past content in the membership area. Starting in 2021, I'll no longer be offering monthly pricing for membership. So now is the time to get grandfathered in at the low price of $19 a month. Join us now at the support squad.com.